Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Top Docs Radio. Brought to you by Hyperbaric Physicians of Georgia, a comprehensive wound resolution and UHMS accredited hyperbaric medicine practice with four offices to serve you. Find us on the web at www.hbomdga.com. Facebook and Twitter at HBOMDGA. Good afternoon, everyone. It's C.W. Hall, your host here on Top Docs Radio. Thanks for making us a part of your afternoon yet again. Always happy to have our live listeners. And I'm always happy to have in studio with us, as always, Christopher Rudy on the board, running things. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm excited about uh, our guest today. Yeah, we've had great shows, a whole lineup today. So introduce. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I think we'll be able to have that much more going forward as we start learning about our guest from Lens Marketing. We've got Michael Colleen, the VP of Marketing for Lens Marketing Group. So thanks for taking your time out of your busy day to join us here on the show. It's great to be here. Thank you. Well, so from what I understand, Lens Marketing is a company in the area that uh, your focus is helping medical practices expand their brand awareness, obviously being able to then interface with that many more physicians in the area. Am, am I on the right track? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and as we sat around before the show got started, you mentioned the fact that you've been involved with Lens Marketing for something like 12 years. Right. Very impressive. Can you kind of take me back in time and tell me how did you land at Lens? And then, you know, we'll kind of work through what kept you there for that long. Obviously, they're doing something right. Well, uh, it's, I think it's a great company. Uh, you know, I told you a little bit before the show, what I, what I didn't tell you is that uh, when I was in school, I was, I was up at UGA and I was studying journalism and, uh, and some sociology, and I had no idea I would ever be involved in business in any way. You know, I actually kind of wasn't a big fan of business and had some preconceived notions about what that meant and what it represented. And, and frankly, I, I kind of thought marketing was the dark side of business, you know, that's really just about making the cash register ring, right? Sure. Was there something along the way, either experience or what have you, that kind of gave you that feeling? I don't know. I, you know, I grew up with a guitar in my hand and I just kind of, uh, just had that attitude, I guess. And it was unfounded and, uh, and unfair and unrealistic, but it's kind of where I was. And, uh, so I made my way through school, and I wasn't really sure what I what I wanted to do. And um, uh, we had a family friend uh, named Richard Lenz, uh, who I knew very, very, very loosely. I think when I was four or five years old, he would ask me Braves trivia questions, you know, because I knew a lot about the Braves when I was young. And um, uh, years later, when I needed a job, my mom had the great idea that I should reach out to Richard. I had no idea what Richard did. I hadn't seen him in several years. And uh, I did reach out, and we had, you know, uh, a meeting, and before I knew it, we were talking about Braves baseball again, and poetry, and rock and roll, and history, <laughs> and all these great things, and we just kind of had a connection, and, um, I, you know, I think I interviewed for the job still without knowing what it was <laughs> the company did, <laughs> but I had to get my mom off my back, and yeah. so uh, I applied for the job. I think it was the only job I applied for, and... Um, after some hazing, uh, I, I, I got the gig. And uh, So in those early days, 12 years ago, what, what was the position that you were actually interviewing for to, as it turned out? Sure. Well, um, I, I, I knew very little, but I was okay at writing because yeah. um, I had done you know journalism school at UGA, and I had written for local newspapers and magazines and that sort of thing. So they needed someone to write uh, what we – used to call web releases, which is like a press release that's not important enough to send to the press. (laughs) 
Um, now they're called blogs. And okay. um, uh, so, you know, we have a joke that we were blog writers before it was cool because we anything our clients did you know we had an understanding even back then of how google worked and they were yeah. looking for new fresh content on a website with yep. regularity and stuff that w- people wanted to read and would stick around on a site to read so that was my job i uh, would interview our clients and go to their events and write up a news article about it we'd post it on the website so that's how i started there well, that's pretty cool. And, you know, obviously nowadays, you know, in terms of digital marketing and, you know, digital strategy, you know, blog type content is really important now. You know, you can spend a lot of money, as our practice did not too awful long ago, getting a nice rework of our website done. And, um, you know, we're starting to pay attention to that piece now. We, we, we went through the process of interfacing with uh, a traditional media outlet um, earlier in the year. Uh, to try and kind of expand uh, the the patient population's awareness of what we do. We're right. kind of a specialist specialist, if you will. We face a kind of a statistically small group of people. And so we really were trying to, you know, generate greater awareness of, of what we were doing in the community. And so, you know, we wanted to go out and we thought we'd go on uh, television and put out some compelling pieces uh, and uh, spent a good bit of money doing that, uh, only to... Uh, find out that you know that the learning curve for about what we do in terms of wound care and hyperbaric medicine is so far you know down uh, and early in its in its continuum if you will for the both the patient population as well as the physicians out there that that it was money that we could have just you know laid out in the pile and we did learn some great things and along that you know we learned a little bit more about digital strategy and the the value of inbound marketing right um, so you know given the fact that your company has been around and serving the medical community and doing those types of things for all this time, it doesn't surprise me that you're quite successful. I've heard your advertisements um, many times over the years uh, talking about it. So I think it's really cool to be able to sit down with somebody here and, and learn about what you do. So why, why, why healthcare? It seems, uh, you know, kind of an intriguing uh, niche to pick. So, you know, take me through that. Well, you know, we, uh, we have evolved and refined who we are and what we do to be known best for healthcare marketing, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. We enjoy it. Uh, we find it very fulfilling. Um, but we've done a lot of different things throughout our history, and we really feel that our broad set of interests is one of the reasons we're most successful with healthcare because uh, we don't think marketing healthcare is really that different than marketing anything else. At the end of the day, People are looking to align themselves with companies they believe in, that they think are representative of who they are, that they can trust, that they think have value. All these decisions that we make about so many things we buy, do or do not do, um, have a lot in common with the way we make healthcare decisions, and more so today than ever before. Now, there was a long, long time uh, for healthcare, and it's still somewhat true in some specialties where it was just about a referral physician. You were kind of a passive participant in your health care. You had a primary care doctor, OBGYN, you know, someone who served in a primary care role, and they referred you to go somewhere and you, and you, you did that. But we've seen that change dramatically over the last 5, 10, 15 years. We think it's going to change more than ever before, and we think it's really good for medicine and for health care because we think that when people are empowered to make decisions, uh, they make good decisions. When they have more information, they make better decisions. Yep. And um, I know that there are some physicians who have a different perspective on that because, and, and I don't, I don't blame them for that. You know, because they, 
these are men and women who have gone to school and, and, and they're expert. But at the end of the day, you know, um, we know a lot of doctors who think you should be reading up as much as you can, being an informed participant in your care, um, getting second opinions. And we feel like marketing is part of that mix and that marketing is really an information delivery uh, uh, channel. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of healthcare providers that aren't on the up and up and we, yeah. we stay clear of them. But as soon as we align ourselves with someone we, uh, who's credentialed, who cares about their patient, who really cares about the community, we couldn't be more excited about helping them grow their their practice mm-hmm. and help more people so. you know I'm, I'm i'm looking at the website right now and it talks about marketing services your ideas concepts strategies and solutions um and it takes you through the facets that lens will help you with from advertising pr social media campaigns websites brochures and uh, even rocking chairs <laughs> i think that's kind of interesting um but i mean who who typically is that you know who's the ideal client for you is it a you know a solo physician all the way up to the large group or is it more you know is there kind of a a picture of what a typical lens marketing physician group looks like sure um we work with lots of physician groups we work with hospitals we've also worked with healthcare nonprofits generally service delivery providers more so than um you know, uh, pro- healthcare products, right? Yeah. Usually healthcare service providers. Yes. Um, we, you know, we have clients that are single physicians. We have a client that has nearly a hundred physicians. Uh, we work with many different sizes and shapes. Um, healthcare tends to be fairly immature in its marketing for the uh, reasons yeah. that I just described, yeah. right? Because forever it was more of a closed network. It was referral based. You might call it business to business versus business to consumer. Yep. And, you know, the consumerism of healthcare is growing daily for a lot of reasons. Uh, the internet is a huge part of it. Um, you know, so who's the ideal group? Anyone who has a great practice, who wants to offer great care to more people, um, we feel like we can help. We've been talking with Michael Colleen, uh, the marketing director for Lens Marketing, the group that focuses on helping medical groups and providers of healthcare uh, in terms of expanding their brand awareness and you know f- uh, knowledge of what they do in the community. And something that you said a moment ago, I'm, I'm interested in, in in looking at, and and that was talking about um, is your focus more on generating awareness among the patient population, sort of kind of like the purple pill, if you will, ask your doctor, become more educated about your choices and your options. And that's why Dr. Jones is a fantastic choice. Obviously, that, that you know, based on the, the solutions that I've seen that you offer, that's an important component of that. Um, but do you also interface, you know, with a physician who comes to you says, I want to see more patients, but I rely on referrals. And so referrals is really what I have to build. Are you able to help that practice as well? Sure. And, and most of our clients were doing both. Okay. Um, I think that what sets us apart and the real value we have to offer our clients is the public perspective patient part of it. I mm-hmm. think that, that that's something that, um, you know, I think we're proud in Atlanta that we were, our clients were on billboards and TV ads and radio ads 12, 15 years ago and when it was much less common. And, and we've always felt that, again, healthcare marketing doesn't have to be entirely different than the marketing of of other disciplines um yes there are some differences you know it's uh you need to work with people who care first and foremost about patient care um you need to make sure um that 
there, you know, there's privacy concerns in marketing healthcare, et cetera. Yeah. All those things, that's true. But there are nuances that are unique about any field that you're marketing. So, so why not take the best practices and apply them to this field that historically has not been, uh, I would argue, adequately marketed? Um, because again, what is marketing? It's communicating the value of a product to a consumer so they can make the best decision for themselves. And if you're helping more people get better health care, uh, we're, we're pretty comfortable with that. When you, you know, talk about the PR facet, which would, you know, by my interpretation, and you can certainly correct me if I'm on, off track, but from, from my particular perspective, when we're talking about public relations, it tends to be focused on getting editorial-type content into the media, whatever it may be, print media, trade publications, obviously broadcast media, whatever the type, whether it's television or radio. Um, what is it that you find that you're able to help with that in terms of obviously being able to say, hey, if you're going to, you know, you have a budget of monies that you're wanting to spend and you want to try to place yourself in a variety of paid mediums, you know, whether it's billboards like you talk about or, or mm-hmm. digital marketing, whatever it may be, obviously having some guidance from experts like you is going to be useful for a medical practice. You've been doing it for years and years now, and so therefore you're going to be able to kind of help them spend wisely. But as it relates to the PR side for a company like ours, we're, we're a practice that very much needs editorial content out there that for whatever reason, and, and you know, when you look at our story, in my opinion, I find it very, very compelling. Uh, groups of patients that are right here in the town that's rich with the, the type of assets that we provide through our practice, and yet they don't get access because, A, the patient certainly doesn't know it's here. And, B, when they do find out it's here, they want to go talk to their doctor who also doesn't know what we do. And so they say, oh, no, no, that, that, that's, not, that's not for you. So how do you right. help with the, the public relations side of things to be able to help get that kind of editorial content out there? Well, I think you put your finger on something that's very interesting. You know, I was talking about how healthcare marketing is so much like marketing other disciplines. But yeah. there is something that is noteworthy that's different. You know, uh, you only care about healthcare when it affects you or someone you love very right. dearly. Yep. And you, you really don't care about all that other, all those health issues when they don't apply to you or your loved ones. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means that the discipline of marketing healthcare means you have to create a preference among the prospective patient base before they have a need. They need to be familiar with you so that when you're like, um, uh, you know, I need wound care. Well, who else am I going to go to other than this group? <laughs> right. I right. mean, I'm not going to risk it by not going to the ones that everybody knows. And the guy who's always quoted in the newspaper right. is always on the ad. I mean, this is too important. Right. You know, there's an old joke that uh, when you, you hurt yourself, you don't turn on the radio and wait for the, the first doctor ad to come on to decide who to go see. <laughs> you get hurt. And, and hopefully by then, if people like me have done our job, they know, know who they want to go, wanna go yeah. see. Right. You know, and so that's tricky and that's difficult sometimes to convince uh, stakeholders at physician practices because um, often some of the leadership, those who are most senior, come from a different era of healthcare when it was quite enough to uh, be a great doctor, graduate with honors, hang a shingle. And the patients flowed right in. That's right. And um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not even going to tell you that's better or worse. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you that it's very often not the case anymore. Yep. And so what we're in the business of doing is developing a preference before there is a need. And so that's a big place. You, you I, I went on that ramble because PR is a big part of that. Yeah. You know, if if uh, and PR can be defined in different ways, but um, if we're talking about being featured in the media, if we're talking about 
um, you know, just getting attention for promotional activities, whether it's open house or, you know, something like that. All that works together that, you know, you might say, oh, you know, they're the experts. I have this need. I've heard of them. I've got to go to them. So that's, that's kind of the goal. When you're sitting down and you're trying to devise a strategy for a physician group or, or healthcare organization that's looking to expand their brand awareness, what are you wanting to look at to determine kind of the mix of uh, we really need to focus on probably some public awareness through PR type of initiatives or your organization is one where there's some general awareness of what you do. So we really want to position you through digital means like search engine marketing that if I'm going to cancer.org, then they might see information about your oncology practice, for example, sure. things like that. I mean, is there kind of a, is that kind of how you break it down based on, you know, where they stand in terms of public awareness on a given specialty, for example, and yeah. kind of devise a strategy along those lines? Well, I, I think you, that's a great question because, um, you know, we, we offer a lot of different things. And the main reason we do that is because we know that this one size doesn't fit all. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to just be a PR agency because if you come to us, to a PR agency with a problem, their answer is PR. <laughs> you go to an ad agency with a problem, their answer is <laughs> advertising. <laughs> you know, right? So we want to offer all of that because we do feel like different situations present different opportunities and challenges. I was in a meeting right before I came here And what they're struggling with is they have a group that's very behind a marketing initiative, and they have a couple physicians at an office who are less interested in such. So we're moving towards something you can really geo-target, which is, for us, it's going to be a cable campaign that's that's homed in at that zip code and a pay-per-click campaign right there because we're going to show these um, non-believers that this can really work. And um, so that's that's one example. Then if you are a group with a very large footprint, well, you have advantages of size and scale. And so that can dictate what you're doing. Um, Some of our clients, their competition is within the same category or industry. Other ones, their competition actually are people in other industries and categories who are kind of getting into theirs. Yes. And so there's different messages there. It always begins with the audience. Who are you looking to persuade? Marketing is about changing or reinforcing behavior. You want them to do something else, or you want them to do more of what they're doing right now. And so you start with the audience. What do you want that audience to do? And let's, let's, let's look at it from there. If we know your goals and have an idea of your budget, then, then we can put something together that makes sense for you. Well, obviously, you know, having been in this space for, you know, 22-plus years, Lens Marketing is certainly going to be uniquely qualified to help a practice. You know, I know for our own practice, I mean, we're not, uh, you know, everybody looks at a physician practice when they're a layperson. You think it must be, you know, just money flowing all over the place. But, uh, you know, cost is something that's important to groups, large and small, but particularly to the small to medium-sized practice. But, you know, I would presume that there's some measure of value in the investment because it hopefully is an investment not just to spend of course. Uh, in terms of expanding your brand awareness and you know how, how do you how do you you know kind of monitor its return if you yeah. will when somebody invests I mean obviously analytics when we're doing digital things but just pure what's what is the phone ringing more are you seeing more patients how do we monitor our effects so my people are supposed to call you and say you're not allowed to ask the roi question no oh. i'm just i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding she told down. you no, we're not going there. i've never had an answer for that no no Dead marketing air. person ever has <laughs> no i'm just kidding um yeah you know it's a few different ways at the end of the day what is marketing it is something you do to increase your market share to yeah 
And in, in healthcare, it's often about more patients. And frankly, it's about uh, more revenue and, 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 and after it all trickles through, more income. We like to focus on the most important uh, metrics possible. So those are new patient growth and, and income. Um, they're not the same, right? Because right. some, for yeah, better or worse, some, all that, exactly. Right, yeah. Payer mix is something you look at. You know, some, some patients, uh, you know, are, are do more for the income line than others, for better or worse. Um, so that's where we want to begin. Now, when you have goals that are that big, everybody has a piece of that success or failure, right? Mm-hmm. Because it takes great leadership. It takes great doctors. A good way to get thrown out of a room is to say, your new patients are up 5% and it's all because of marketing. You know, that, 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 that's a good way, you know, to yeah. get put on the bus to Splitsville. So we don't do that, but we do believe that a new marketing campaign that is a um, uh, tactically oriented around a specific goal, when there's return on that goal, that marketing should get some of the credit. Yep. Um, you know, some of our, our clients measure uh, self-referral versus um, physician referral right. and look to see that number grow as a percent of how people got there because that would indicate that people or patients are getting their messages not just from their physicians but from marketing activities. Mm-hmm. Um, website data is a great, great yeah. indicator. Yep. Uh, usually if your website is growing, then your pa- then your practice is going to grow in the next six months. Um, um, website appointment requests is a great way um, to, to measure success. Uh, and then, of course, the digital marketing realm makes everything easier, you right, know, in terms right. of marketing metrics, how many phone calls are coming in, how many click-throughs, all those sort of things. So we look at all that. Uh, we have a special uh, love-hate relationship with the how did you hear about us um, <laughs> yeah. uh, questionnaire. Sometimes people don't remember. They don't remember, and they don't know. That's the thing about the human experience. We don't know why we do things, you know? We mm-hmm. just don't understand our own behavior. We had a client who who was complaining, um, and not compl- I don't mean complaining in a negative way, but they were, I don't know what the word would be. Lamenting. They were lamenting, thank you, <laughs> um, that, boy, you know, we've done so much here in this part of the campaign, it's just not producing results like here. And I said, well, i tell you what, why don't you reverse the order of the options for the next month? Put, put the TV ad at the top of the list and the radio ad at the bottom, and I bet, and of course, what happens? People are checking off the one at the top of the list because it's the first one there, and that's the first one they think of when you ask them, how did you get to us? Yeah. So we don't understand our own behavior. I went to McDonald's yesterday. I don't know. Was it the commercial or was because I went there for a birthday party when I was five? It's become an existential survey. I see what you mean, yeah. (laughs) So what made me pull the trigger finally? I've heard about it in different ways, but yeah, why did I decide today? Yeah. So that doesn't mean we we throw that out the window. It doesn't mean we don't encourage you to ask that question. It just means we we use it as an indicator and not as a holistic assessment of everything that's going on. If you tell me that your uh, f- the, f- the front desk says that nobody's heard the TV ad, but you've got 10% new patient growth since the TV ad started, you <laughs> yeah, know, then on. yeah, yeah you, you got to give it a little bit of credit. Yeah. So for, you know, our listener out there, cause many of the people are, you know, are, are the patient side of things, but obviously we're, we're listened to by healthcare executives and professionals what's my relationship like whenever I, you know, come to, you know, the professionals with lens marketing and I want to, you know, secure your services. Is it a project based thing? Is it a, a period of time that I'm going to be working with you? What can I anticipate from that perspective? Yeah. Well, we really try to orient ourselves around goals. 
Um, yes, people come to us, pay, uh, clients come to us and say, I want this logo or I want a brochure or I want a website. We, we do that work. It happens. But probably 90% of our business is on an ongoing relationship where we sit down, we figure out what the goal is, we outline the scope of work, and then we commit to each other for a year, sometimes longer. Um, most new relationships start at a year. And then after a year, hey, our job depends on whether we met those goals or not. Um, but it gives us time to implement some marketing activities and then see whether they're working. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know that uh, your time is limited today, and, and as always, our time always goes kind of kind of quickly. Flew right by. Tell, it really did. Uh, tell folks how they can get in touch with you online. Uh, obviously, you've got several website presences or uh, social media presences. You want to share, you know, your yeah. website and how I, folks I, can get in touch with you. Thank you. I, lensmarketing.com. Lens is with a Z, so it's L-E-N-Z. Lensmarketing.com and. Uh, there'll be a new website up there in about uh, six weeks, but you'll settle for our current one for now. <laughs> it's a nice looking and, uh, website. Yeah, it's okay. We need to got some work to do. Got a blog there with some great information there, uh, articles that folks can read. So yeah, useful stuff. Um, we'll make sure that we tie in with you. But before we jump off, do you have a passing thought or a parting thought that uh, you might share with the listener, either a practice that's trying to uh, you know build their you know like ours, trying to you know build the awareness of what we do or a healthcare organization, any kind of thoughts that make it make sure. sense for, for them to come to you? Sure. I'll say just a, a few very quick things. Number one, I would say thank you. It's been great being here and I appreciate the time. Uh, you know, I recognize we've been kind of talking shop a little bit. For patients, the main thing to know is that most, health, most healthcare organizations that are marketing to you are doing so with the best intentions. They yep. believe that yep. they are offering the best care available. They've spent their entire life becoming experts, and they want to do what they love doing, which is taking care of people. I agree with that. And um, there's bad actors in, in the industry, yep. but the vast majority of, of, uh, of the doctors and, and healthcare organizations that are marketing are doing so with the best intention. And then, you know, my message to if you happen to be a, a healthcare provider or organization, you know, uh, marketing is pretty important, you know, until, and, and marketing is broadly defined. It's how you answer the phone. It's how you dress every day, but it's also your website and your TV ad or your radio ad. And, um, there's fewer and fewer groups, uh, who have, who are still holding out, not marketing. And the ones that are, are kind of being left behind because patients are more empowered than ever. They're yeah. shopping, they're making choices. And if uh, you want your business to thrive and you want to be able to support your team, um, then I think you got to start considering this. Well, you know, obviously, like I said, Lens Marketing has been doing healthcare marketing in the Atlanta area for over 22 years. Our, our kind guest here, Michael Colleen, who's uh, the head of their marketing group, uh, has been with them 12 years. That should tell you something about the, the type of folks that you're going to interface with when you link up with Lens Marketing because people uh, like yourself don't stay in, in a single place for that kind of time uh, if they're not doing something right internally. And obviously, the better you do things internally like that, that certainly means that there's uh, some good opportunities uh, and good things to come for folks who interface with them as clients. So um, I'm very pleased to have you 
you join us today, Michael, and take some time out of your busy day to tell us about Lens and how they can help us. Um, For the folks that uh, haven't done so yet, you need to link up with us on social media. We're at Twitter and Facebook at Top Docs on BRX, and we tie in with uh, with all of our guests, including our folks here at Lens Marketing, and then obviously on the show's page when we get the podcast up. um, You'll be able to link up with them on all of their social media and their website as well, so we're looking forward to sharing that with you and the information from them down the road as we go on past the show. Make sure that you make an appointment to see us next week on Tuesday, same time, same place. We'll see you then. Thanks again. Thank you. 